You're listening to the Sunnybrook Unscripted Podcast, where we talk real life, answer questions, and take a deeper, practical look at the topics we talk about on a Sunday morning. To learn more about Sunnybrook Church, including our Sunday gathering times and opportunities throughout the week, visit us online at sunnybrookchurch.org. Welcome or welcome back to the Sunnybrook Unscripted Podcast. I am Lydia Miller here with special guests today. I'm so excited. Don't tell Pastor Jeff, but I'm more excited to have you guys here than I would be to have him. We are joined today by Nick and Alexa Paulson. If you're not super familiar with their names, I am certain you know their faces. They lead us beautifully in worship on many a Sunday morning. Um, And what you may not know is that they are actually husband and wife. So if you see them giving each other the eye on stage, it's allowed. They're married. Uh, But they are here today to just continue on in our married series. We've been taking a look. Um, at Marriage on Sunday Mornings. And then in these podcasts, we've been trying to just kind of follow through with the themes and talk to people who are in the trenches of marriage. We talked to uh, Pastor Jeff and my mom last week, and they shared kind of from a 40 years down the road perspective of marriage. And we're here with Nick and Alexa today to talk from a little bit more of kind of the middle range level of marriage, not necessarily newlyweds, but still in the season of young kids and busy lives and all of that. So thank you both for being here today. It's great to have you. So let's start with giving everyone a little bit of history, because I don't think I even know the story. Share with everyone a summary of just how you met. How did Nick and Alexa come to be? Um, I was at lunch, so I had just started going to Sunnybrook. And I was at lunch with my family and my sister got a text from her friend Tanisha and said, does Alexa want to be set up on a date? And I was like, so I, at that point I had kind of like done the whole like really intentional dating. Like I'm going to just imagine this person as my husband. So I was just kind of done with that. So I was like, yeah, I'll give it a try. This just going on a date kind of thing. So, um, yeah, so the, she said it was a worship leader from Sunnybrook. She said he was 6'3", and I was like, yeah, that sounds fun. And so we met up at a Panera. I, well, it took him like two weeks to text me. So I didn't reach out to him or anything. He had my number and all my information and picture and all that. <laughs> but I had nothing on him. So he walks in all six, seven of him, and I was like, I... I hope this is the right person. So I ten- tentatively was like, Nick. <laughs> and he was like, whips his head around. And yeah. Yeah. Yes. And so we we met on um, August 1st, 2015. I still remember the date. And it was, uh, it was a non-threatening day date, kind of, yes. <laughs> kind of a, you know, just a chill environment. And I was very young in my walk. And Alexa was very, she was a theology major, and uh, so she's very advanced. So we were definitely different uh, as far as our journey with the Lord goes. And she proceeded to ask me if I wanted to pray at, uh, at lunch. And I said, no, you go ahead. And then she prayed, and what did I say? You said, that was extremely brave. I've never done that before. <laughs> and I was like... I, you've never prayed or you've never <laughs> prayed for your meal before. I don't know which one is worse, but yeah. So we had, we had a, a, a gap to, to bridge, uh, but yeah. 
I love that. Let that be an encouragement to all you ladies out there that are looking for a man solid in his faith to yeah. take the reins. Pray over him. Pray over the meal. I love that. So what would it have been for you, Nick, that made you go, you guys end up dating? What was it about Alexa that made you go, I believe that this is God's best for me and to pursue her and propose? Well, I had, like I said, I was fairly young in my in my walk and I had been involved in uh, a men's group and had some really great mentorship. Uh, hadn't really gone down the godly path, so to speak, when looking for, um, I mean, yeah, I've, I had... Uh, you know, just everyone has a, a dating past and, and it was, it was great, but like I had, I had no, I had no direction, but then, like I said, I got, I got a mentor and, um, it was really just a, Hey, I'm ready. And I just prayed, God, will you send me someone? And like two weeks later, it was like that whole interaction happened with her sister. And, and, you know, it took us a long time to get kind of on the same page, uh, cause she was just so different than me. And, but I was, I was really pursuing what it meant to be a godly man and I'm still far from it, but I, I strive to be a godly man every day. And, um, she's just, I noticed when, you know, when we were early in our dating life, she was just, she would, she had this quiet confidence about her and it was, it was a presence that you know, Pastor Jeff talked about, you know, you're number two. Well, she definitely put God first. And that was, that was awesome. It was something that drew me right in. And I had a lot of growing up to do and, and she, she helped me. <laughs> Alexa, you mentioned, you know, you kind of dated intentionally for a while and then kind of stepped away from that, but then Nick came along. So what was it about him that made you go, okay, wait, this maybe is the man that God has for me. So about three months in, he asked me to be his girlfriend. And I was like, well, I think we need to be friends for a while first. And he was like, well, if this is not heading towards marriage, I have enough friends. So I I felt like I had to make a decision really fast because it was like, oh, this is okay. So I prayed a lot about it. And um, when I was 16, God had given me a couple of visions dreams of like me getting married and my husband was like literally brought to my door and so I think I just I just had to pray honestly and fast and I realized you know he was literally brought to me I didn't have to go searching for him and he literally took you know showed up my my door to take me on one of our first dates so I'm like this is obviously this is something I need to notice and he's at that point he wasn't when I first met him he wasn't what I imagined to be like the leader of our household but um, I just felt like God kept saying like just call him into that just call him into that so I just kept praying and he would have these moments of kind of like negative he would say negative things over himself and I would just kind of like you know that no, we're going to speak life over you and just keep calling you into this man that I know and I can see. And I, it was probably October, I think, of 2015. So I just was like, well, I guess I'm, this is the guy that I'm going to marry. And 
then it took him a long time after that to actually ask me to marry him. But I, I think I knew just because he also, it was like this acceleration of time. Like when I, one of the times that I was praying, um, God, I, you know, I had this man pictured in my head, you know, not like a, with an actual face, but just like this ideal person. And God was like, I am going to accelerate his growth. Mm. What takes people years and years of schooling and, you know, disciplines and whatever, I'm going to accelerate his growth. Like he's, he's not going to be like this in three months. He's not going to be like this in one week. Like he just, and I think I just saw the evidence of that really quickly that he just started stepping in and he just loved me so well. He was just so different from any other guy that I had ever met. Like he was gentle. He was kind. He, he encouraged me. He, there was uh, a moment when I got triggered and just was like freaking out on him. And instead of like him losing his cool because I was acting like a freak, he (laughs) just calmly just started praying over me and said, Father God, I just, I just calmed the storm in Alexa. And he just kept this long prayer that I won't go into the details of, but like it was, that was the, I think the moment that I was like, I, this man is going to protect my heart, my spirit and my soul. Like, because he's, that's just who he is. I love the testimony of just God's presence, both in your lives individually, but then you as a couple. You've both mentioned a little bit how different you maybe were and maybe probably still are. So take us into the first maybe year or so of marriage as you're two very different people now living together and working to figure one another out. Was there like a consistent tension point that existed between the two of you or something that you felt like you had to really work through and get to a resolution on? Yeah, I um I can start with that one. I so, you know, I, I had I had been working um at the same job for, you know, eight years or so. And I decided uh to change my career path and a opportunity presented itself um here at the church and you know, I thought it was the the answer to prayer and um but then on top of that, you know, you got a new marriage and we had we had bought a new house. Um, so there was just all these different life events that happened in the first year, but it was one of those deals where, okay, you might've bit off a little more than you can chew. So I, I often took work home with me and it, it was a noticeable, um, just, just a heaviness that came, um, with life and ministry in general. I don't know how you guys do it full time because it's, it's such a, it's, it's heavy and it's not for everyone, uh, full-time anyway. And, and so there was a, there was just a, a, a weight that, that was, was there. And I think so many changes at once was, was a detriment, but you know, I was 31 when we got married and I had established a lot of my routines, a lot of my habits, a lot of my individualism. And I think you would say the same, you know, in a sense, but all she wanted was, was a connection with me. And I wasn't equipped to do that necessarily. And it took, it took what, two years for us to truly connect. Uh, this last calendar year, I think has been our best just as far as just connection with her. And 
you know, I, if, if I could do anything to encourage young couples, stick it out, guys, step up, be a leader, lead your wife and, and get, get into the word, get, get into a, a group of some sort and get support because there's so many things we had, we had a small group for young married couples that we were involved in. And I don't, we would have made it for the, through that first year, but man, it was, it was great having other other people that were going through similar issues, you know, just to bounce ideas off of an older, a couple older couples that really walked us through, um, you know, the first hurdles of just adapting to a life with, you know, two as one. So I don't know if I answered the question. I would say those first two years were probably just like, I don't want would never want to go back to that because it just, it was, I felt alone for two years and it wasn't because of, like I, we talked about it last night. Like, I don't want to throw him under the bus, you know, by saying that, but like, we just, our rhythms were different. And I, again, I had this idea of what I imagined marriage to be like, and he kind of had his rhythm established, you know, as a bachelor and, and I wasn't very good at communicating my needs or my wants and my desires and my ideal and what I was picturing should happen. And so I think like just parenting happened really fast. We got, we had Emma, she was born and we celebrated our first anniversary. Three so weeks later. It was just yeah. like we did a lot of things, just that accelerated yeah. thing. And so I don't know, it was establishing rhythms, but... I think, like he said, getting around not your peers. Like we weren't, we didn't really get around peers. It was like we really were drawn to people that were already, had already been in the trenches for, you know, 10 or more years. So I think that's helpful. And to hit on that, the other thing that, that Alexa exhibited so well I mean, there was moments where we were heated, but she kept it civil. She she didn't she didn't um, she fought fair, and I really respected that. She didn't get offended by things that I would say, and I guess that's one of the biggest the biggest things is that I had been drawn to her. Is she had an unoffendable heart, or as at least as as unoffendable as one can have. Very you know emotions come and go, but ultimately we we always try to reconcile if we have a dispute say that and then i'm picturing these like times when we would fight or not connect when i thought we should connect and i it was me just kind of retreating into a quiet place and just kind of unloading on the lord like just you know so i think my relationship with the lord if i hadn't had that foundation of just like this is what you do when you're under stress. You go to Jesus and you unload on him and you like get his perspective. And I think I did have to repent of an offendable heart because I know that there was times in the midst of hormones and a new marriage. (laughs) Like I, I know that there was things that I wasn't dealing with well, like during that first I love that you guys speak to that. I love the honesty you give to that because I think every married couple 
in the world can relate to those emotions of being first married and trying to connect and all that. And I know both of you, it's one of the reasons I look up to you as a couple and love being around you because I know you've been so intentional to develop that together and even just spiritually grow together as a couple. So I want to pause here and dive into that specifically on our next one about how you guys were intentional about the spiritual growth as a couple and then also as a family. So I hope you will join us uh, as we are back with Nick and Alexa for our next episode. If you were encouraged by today's talk, be sure to rate us and hit subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you stream your podcast. To experience other talks, videos, and live gatherings, visit us online at sunnybrookchurch.org or download the Sunnybrook Church app. And again, thanks for listening to the Sunnybrook Community Church Podcast.